Welcome to the Amore Magazine podcast here on amoremagazine.com. On this episode, I talked to Lori Zaslow, star of the Bravo series Love Broker. Lori is also the co-founder of Project Soulmate, the matchmaking service that is featured on the show. Here's my interview with Lori Zaslow. First of all, you said that love is the job I choose to do. I'm never giving up on any of my clients. I love finding uh, my clients' love. Basically, you love the, the subject of love. Um, and so how did you originally become fascinated with the subject? I think my whole life I've always been intrigued on what connects people to other people on all levels of love as far as romantic love, friendships, the dynamic between parents and children. It's something I've always been intrigued, fascinated with, and never really get bored of. Okay. It's something I'm good at. I'm a great connector. Right, right. Okay. Um, and w- where did the idea of Project Soulmate come from? Um, because I know that you know you weren't originally in, in, the, uh, in the business, but it was you and your friend Jen that started the, the business, right? It was actually Jen's idea. Someone in her family had met with a matchmaker maybe five, six years ago. And when they told her what they were charging, she was like, wait a second. We do this as a passion. We do it for free. We basically already do it as a charity. Let's just make it a business. I said, okay. I I don't know how to take money from people, but since you do, and I love analyzing, and we do this anyway, let's just turn our passion into a business. Okay. There Uh, was the birth. All right. Um, And the percentages of clients, um, do they really find true, lasting love? Is that a high number? The percentage of people finding true, everlasting love directly through us um, is definitely probably 75 or 80 percent but lots of people we give the tools if we're not directly finding them someone right and i and i remember um i think the episode uh, before last you saying that uh you know you can you can match them but ultimately the chemistry is up to them to to you know to to have that absolutely see how do you find all the clients for your potential mates um for your database is it just finding them on the street or do they do a lot come to you and say i want to find somebody or you know, how does it work? I think it's a combination of everything from people we met that are happy. So it's word of mouth of people saying, you know, it costs nothing. Go in there, talk to them. Friends of friends, you know, networking, a lot of social media, always going up to I mean, we literally do walk up to people on the street all the time. We're always walking around cards with cards, taking cards. We're going to events all the time. And we have a big team of us. It's not just me and Jen. And we hire people to go out and recruit solely with specific clients in mind. Okay. We, we can't go out every night. I mean, we're moms. I mean, I love to go out maybe three times a week, but more than that, I'm not going to do. Right, right. Okay. That's for my kitties. Soon uh, they won't want me anymore. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <clears throat> and did Bravo approach you about doing the show Love Broker, or, or how did that? How did the concept come about and all of that? They approached us. NBC had hired a casting agent, and they loved the love space, so they picked up a bunch of shows on love. Okay, yeah, because um, I had interviewed Emily Morse of uh, Misadvise. Uh, I love Amy. I don't know Emily, but Amy was one of the shows they picked up at the same time. Misadvise was one of the shows they picked up at the same time. Right, they okay. They were looking for like, all different sort of spins on love, since there's so many, you know? The, there's a whole network on food. They figured, let's like designate a night for love or something, you know? Yeah, yeah, that makes sense, and I know they've had a lot of success with uh, Millionaire Matchmaker and stuff, so... Uh, Absolutely. Okay. Um, do you approach trying to set up couples differently, you know, doing it with it on the show with TV cameras around as you would, you know, just setting up normal clients? Um, so is it different with cameras around? Is, is it harder because of that? It's not necessarily the camera being around harder. It's it's not even in the same realm because for us, we choose the people where 
when you're doing a TV show, they say you have your choice of four people that are available that night where in reality, you know, we have all the time in the world. If we pick Jessica for John, we're going to wait for Jessica to be free. That's not how it works with TV. You know, every minute you're producing a show probably costs money. Right. But our process is the same where it's not contrived. It's not, you know, everyone has different needs and we spend time channeling on what those needs are. So all that's pretty real. Right, okay. Um, Analyzing is real, but the choosing of the people, I mean, you know, you have to go through a background check, I think, to be on TV. It's a long process. (laughs) Yeah, so it is is somewhat different. Yeah, but no, the process is exactly the same. Yeah. We meet them, we analyze, the dates are blind, we re-meet all the people that we might have met three months ago, you know, because people change. We learned by one mistake we made, you know? Right, right. And, uh, people dye wh- their hair, people get tattoos, people gain or lose lots of weight, you know? Right, so you have to update their uh, profiles and, and stuff? Yeah, we have to constantly meet and re-meet people all the time, which was something, you know, we made our fair share of errors and realized, wait a second, we can't do that. Yeah, yeah. And and what I like about the show is it seems like all the uh, couples or all the clients are real. You know, they seem like real people, like they could be any... You know, any any guy or girl next door, you know, um, and that always doesn't seem true, you know, in other uh, relationship or dating shows. I think there was such a vast variety of people from your, you know, quadrupled Ivy League person to a bartender to an entrepreneur. I mean, they're all so different. Yeah. And yeah. there's more to come, even more different. No two were totally alike and no two had the exact same pressing issues within their life. Right, right. Okay. Um, let me ask you the question. Do you believe in love at first sight? There's no such thing. Okay. You could never love someone at first sight. You could lust at first sight. Yeah. But you could, love is a process that takes time. Okay. All right. And um, can a girl make the first move with with a guy? When you say make the first move, like make the first move, ask them out, or make yeah. the first move, like kiss them? Um, both, really. Um, so, yeah, asking them out in, you know, even even kiss or making the first kiss. Um, I think it's, you know, it's 2012, so in this day and age, you know, anything goes. Um, there's definitely a woman code like the man code that just came out. But at the end of the day, I do think on a first date, a man should take the lead. Okay. And I hate to sound gender biased in any way, but at the end of the day, how you get there doesn't matter if a girl, you know, inevitably locked eyes with a guy and said, hey, give me a call. That's cool. But a guy should take the lead on the first date as far as asking them out for a second date and paying the bill for the first date. But a woman should always offer and always be reciprocal after that. Right, right. Because I think, like, you know, uh, playing the whole game of uh, waiting three days before you call or text or follow up, you know, after the first date, you should just do it the the next day if you really like that person. Of course, because in three days, someone could have moved out of the country and met someone else. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's true. <laughs> All right. Um, timing is of the essence in everything in life, you know? Uh, yes, absolutely. Timing is everything and everything in life. Okay, so if you really like somebody after first date, don't wait. Call the next day, set up something or, or whatever. And I, I'm assuming if, if, if you like them and they like you, then they'll respond. You know, they, they won't. They won't play the game as well, you know, waiting two days. Uh, exactly. Okay. When you're meant to be with someone, all that... Okay. Do you think that the sexes ultimately are different, or are they they're similar when you know men and women are just in the end trying to find the same wants, needs, and desires in a relationship? I think in the past, you know, men's career and the pressure to be the man and the provider was so much greater than it is now. So that pressure is definitely still there. So a man's first priorities might not be, you know, falling in love. 
Okay. Whereas women were definitely more built to nurture and take care of. But overall, we all have the same needs as humans and as, you know, mammals. That Yes, their needs are the same, but how it manifests might be very different. All right. I, I would agree with that. Can you uh, give us like one or two big tips on um, first meeting somebody, asking them out, and then, you know, for the first date? Like, is, is there a right or wrong way of doing it? So it's just saying if you see someone that you think, you know... Yeah, that you're interested you, in. Like, what are tips? I think, you know, just giving a smile and saying hi and starting up a generic conversation without some cheesy line like, hey, do you have directions to my heart? Like, you know, right, right, just yeah. being Those never real work. and sweet, but never don't follow that instinct like always jump on it you know uh, okay. because someone else will right it's always worth being like hi my name is or hey you know you know you look familiar or i noticed your shirt i mean it, it can never hurt you have nothing to lose right Rejection so, is just part of the game so if you're not gonna put yourself out there someone else is going to yeah so in other words just do it don't don't wait just do it and you know um yeah, just put in, forward in a, as a woman in a feminine way you know Right, right, obviously. And, you know, as a man, I mean, in this day and age, especially in New York, that's just acceptable. We do that here. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know about other parts of the world, but (laughs) women are just as independent as men. I mean, there's a CEO of Yahoo now that's a woman who's six months pregnant, so. Yeah, yeah, okay. Um, And something to be said about a woman being a woman and being too aggressive is just not sexy. All right, well taken. Um, all right, and uh, last question. You're obviously happily married, so how did you meet your husband? How did I meet my husband? I met him on a blind date. Okay, so it was a so it was a similar situation then. Of uh, you know sure what, what did you're my in. friend Debbie Carp set us up? So it was just a, through a mutual friend. Yes, a mutual friend. Cool. Well, I appreciate you taking the time to answer some of my questions, and best of luck with the show and your business and everything else. Thank you so much. That was Lori Zaslow, star of the Bravo TV show Love Broker. You can check out more about Lori on her matchmaking service website at projectsoulmate.com. You can also follow her on Twitter, at Lori Zaslow. Until next time, this is the Amore Magazine podcast here on amoremagazine.com.